Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Steve Scalise has pulled out of the speaker's race. I don't know if that means we're going to get a vote on House Speaker today and it'll be Speaker Jim Jordan. Or is someone going to try to put McCarthy back? Or can everybody just say it'll be McHenry for now? Let's just get the appropriations bills done. Then you can talk about how you're going to handle any funding regarding getting Americans back in Israel. Because there are American hostages. And there seems to be no real conversation regarding the United States working to get them back. James Rosen asking the question. 27 Americans killed is a very large number. That is larger than the number of Americans who were killed by terrorists during our withdrawal from Afghanistan. Larger than the number of Americans killed at the USS Cole. Larger than the number of Americans killed at Benghazi or beheaded by ISIS. And I believe it's accurate to say that after all of those events, direct U.S. military action was ordered by the Commander-in-Chief. 27 Americans killed. Why is it the posture of the Biden administration to just let Israel handle this job, in essence, um, instead of U.S. forces going in and getting the guys that killed our people? James, we, we will do, as Jake said, everything we can to get uh, those American hostages home with their families. We recognize that they are not the only people being held hostage. Other nationalities are included in that group. We don't have enough information right now to make a policy decision about how to do it. So I can appreciate the sense of urgency in your question. Believe me, we share it. But we aren't going to act one way or another until we have enough information to act upon. There's also a conversation about what you're walking into when we talk about that, you know, how you're going to act. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. I brought up yesterday, should this be something that the Israelis handle, knowing the terrain better than the United States? Do we let other people handle our business? How long does one wait for response? Did one need to get the data, the information to figure out the situation? We're going to go in and we're going to crack some skulls. How many skulls are you willing to lose to crack those skulls? I think that's a legit question. It's one of rationality. I want them back. Hamas should suffer. But man, we're seeing a lot of support for Hamas. Uh, I just got myself a, a tweet, a little post on X. Israel needs to be wiped off the map. No, 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 just, just, uh, just an average day. It is. I mean, that's, that guy could just be quoting Rashida Tlaib for all I know. Then there is the Indiana State Police Superintendent, Doug Carter, who wants changes to criminal justice in Indiana. He's already disgusted with what's going on in Marion County. Just saying that the system does not work. It's no one's fault specifically. There's no one 
uh, person's fault. No one agency, no one judge, no one prosecutor, no one police agency, no one mayor, no one city county council. It's just the totality that needs a change. He has been very, very vocal as of late that I do not mind. I don't mind at all. There was a rally here in Indianapolis yesterday. People came to support Israel. People came to support killing Jews. Oh, I'm sorry. They were the pro-Palestine. They came to support killing Jews. They sang from the river to the sea. Palestine must be free or will be free. That is a call to genocide. That is a call to pushing all the Israelis, the Jews, out. No, not all Israelis are Jews. But we know what's being said, so why are we pretending? If Israel wasn't the Jewish state, there wouldn't be this conversation. All the pseudo-intellectualism in the world doesn't change reality. We know this. I want to know where everybody is on the call to genocide on the streets of Indianapolis. I'd like to know. I, I I have statements from Governor Holcomb on on Twitter, the condemnation of what's happening uh, in in Israel and the attacks on innocent civilians in Israel. Although I haven't seen. Um, Oh, there it is. Reports this morning of the brutally uh, directed Hamas land, air, and sea invasion to Israel brings this cool reminder that terrorism seeks war, not peace. That was uh, Governor Holcomb a few days ago. Well, now I have in the capital city, I have people screaming for genocide. Comment Governor Holcomb. Comment Mayor Hogsett. Comment Jefferson Shreve. Comment Indianapolis City County Council. Allie Brown, got a comment? Is no one going to comment about the call for genocide in the streets of Indianapolis. Here, here, let me let me make it easier for you if that one's just too difficult. Just pretend they had Confederate flags as opposed to Palestinian flags. Now comment. I have never seen such a cowardly group of people. It is it is insane. Well, that's Indianapolis. I'm Governor Holcomb. I don't want to make comment. You don't want to make comment about this? They called for genocide in your state, Boo Bear! My God. These people. You're going to ignore that. This is the city that condemns NRA conventions. They just called for genocide. Allie Brown is going to stay silent. Vop Osley is going to stay silent. You actually think you're worthy one day, Vop, of being mayor? You won't call out this? Good Lord. Good Lord. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. is known well to WIBC. You heard him many times in years past filling in for Greg Garrison, guest of Greg Garrison, former publisher of the Jerusalem Post, and is currently in Israel as things have unfolded. Tony Katz, good to be with you. Tom Rose joins us 
right now. First things first, Tom, where exactly are you in Israel in relation to Gaza? Well, I'm about, good morning, Tony. Uh, nice to hear your voice. <clears throat> I'm just north of Tel Aviv in a town called Herzliya, which is a, a suburb just north of Tel Aviv. So I'm about, I don't know, 40 miles from Gaza. It's a tiny country. So uh, all the aerial activity, uh, you know, unfortunately, we get a bird's eye view of. Uh, so you're talking about the rockets that are being fired uh, from Hamas. You're talking about Iron Dome. Um, it, it, people would consider it away from the quote-unquote action, but as you discussed, it is a it is a small country. You're the, you're there right on uh, on the Mediterranean Sea. Give me an idea of the last seven days that you've experienced. Well, it's. Uh... <laughs> It's been, you know, to sound Dickensian, it's been uh, uh, the worst of times and the uh, the best of times. We all know the horror stories which uh, continue to come out that each one uh, surpasses the next in brutality and savagery. There was a case this morning of a funeral that had to be postponed because a grenade was found inside the body of the deceased as if to cause, you know, another terror attack at this poor man's funeral. Uh, The barbarism, the savagery um, is simply beyond description, but compare. I'm not aware of any circumstance. I think it's an historic first uh, for a mass, you know, several thousand people, simultaneous terror attack, the purpose of which was not simply to murder, but to terrorize. Um, It succeeded on that front. But the best of times in terms of how the country, which, uh, Tony, as you know quite well, is (laughs) otherwise very fractious, uh, 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 very uh, uh, divided and vocal on on all issues, has united to a point of singularity, uh, unlike anything the country has seen since its founding in 1948, Talking to Tom Rose, former publisher of the Jerusalem Post in Israel, just north of Tel Aviv. Uh, This coming together, I know they're creating the unity government, which happens in times of war, which is more of a political posturing. So one party in a multi-party country like Israel isn't blaming another party for this, that or the other. But does the coming together mean that? Israel has now decided, okay, uh, this, this, this Hamas conversation is over. They have to go, and if that means devastation in Gaza, that's okay by us? Oh, I think, I can't speak for the government, obviously, the new government, which was uh, just sworn, uh, sworn in yesterday, just took office uh, today, this morning, last night. As far as the country is concerned, you're absolutely right. That conversation is over. If anything, the pressure is mounting um, for this action, for this activity, the government keeps asking for time and understanding that these things take planning and logistical coordination, that kind of thing. But patience, if there was a need to begin with, is gone now. And the time for uh, concern about uh, the humanitarian conditions of the other side uh, are now secondary, if not tertiary. This is a this is as existential as it gets. It's been demonstrated in the past seven days. It is kill or be killed. And the purpose of the state of Israel is to ensure uh, that it's our enemy that is uh, devastated, not us. That's the purpose of a sovereign 
strong, proud Jewish state is that it will defend its own uh, come hell or high water. And that and that is the uh, that's the consensus wall to wall unanimous uh, sentiment here now. I want to follow up on that, if I could, Tom, because we've been hearing the use of the word existential uh, often uh, over the past seven days. Uh, this the, the word has got mentioned everywhere. We're talking about the very concept of existence. And I think people still, whether it be in the United States or in other places, don't quite grasp that Israelis would view this attack that has cost the lives of upwards of, of 1,200 people is a conversation about existence. If you could expand on on how Israelis see that concept. Well, we now know, as if we didn't know before, that this is not a battle over land. It's not a battle over political rights. It's not a war over territory or legitimacy. Uh, uh, we are confronting an enemy that has this a uh, uh, messianic vision of redemption through martyrdom. This is a this is a hardcore Islamist belief that has gained tremendous strength in the past fifty or sixty years inside the Muslim world. That uh, the ultimate purpose of life is to seek death through martyrdom. That's the religious belief. That's the core of these fanatics who hold sway in too much of the Arab and Muslim world. And in Gaza, you have, in Hamas, which rules the territory, and in the Palestine Islamic Jihad, a a, a, a subgroup of of Hamas that claims it acts independently. These are, are, um, um, you you talk about Christian end times, the view of the end of the world. Well, this is the the polar opposite of that. This is uh, uh, a death cult that seeks to destroy the Jewish people, to murder every single Jew in this land, and ultimately to conquer the world. I mean, Jews are, it's been said, the world's minor canary. Um, We're usually the first to face crises like this, but we're never, ever, ever the last. Uh, Lands, I mean, enemies that that seek out Jews, uh, seek out Christians and all non-believers, and the murders were one thing, the desecrations, the dismemberments, the murdering of babies, the shooting up of nursing home patients in their beds. Uh, I mean, some of this stuff, Tony, is so sadistic, so beyond any ability to describe, let alone comprehend that, you know, there's a I'm personally torn because these descriptions are so horrific uh, that the natural instinct, Tony, is to shy away from them, not to want to talk about them, but we must talk about them. Agreed. We must see these images. We must understand the danger and the threat that all of us face, whether we're sitting here in Tel Aviv or we're at home in India or we're driving to work. Um, let, uh, let me uh, is- let me jump in for a moment. Talking to Tom Rose, former publisher of the Jerusalem Post, a longtime uh, guest and guest host on WIBC. Uh, we know that 360,000 reservists have uh, reported. We know that doctors and nurses have come in from around the globe to, to give aid. We know that the word was given that there should be an evacuation of northern Gaza over the next 24 hours. Um, 
we know that there's been waiting for a ground offensive. Is there word on whether that ground offensive will come today? And is there word on what you, just being north of Tel Aviv, 40 miles from Gaza, or others in Israel are expecting if that ground offensive should start today, which would be interesting starting on Shabbat? Well, I think um, the uh, Shabbat uh, angle is an interesting one. I think, in, in, I don't think, in, in times of war, uh, all the laws related to observance of the Jewish Sabbath are are set aside. Uh, there's a concept in Judaism called protecting life. The Hebrew term is pikuach nefesh, which takes precedence over uh, um, Jewish law uh, in everything, with the exception of, of uh, murder or uh, violating, you know, marital vows, stuff like that. So that that is not an issue. Um, whether, when, and how this thing is undergoing and uh, when it begins. Um, you would know as much, perhaps even more than than I do. There is uh, an imposed military censorship here that impacts local media. But what local media does then is simply repeats what what foreign media says. So there might be a disconnect between what we here on the ground understand and know. Um, the country is absolutely on a, a, a war footing. I've been here on and off for 35 years. Um, been here during the war, uh, the first Gulf War, uh, one of the uh, the Hamas wars, and then the, the terrible Intifada before and after 9/11. Uh, I've never seen anything like this. This is this is a, a a complete war footing, and from a domestic perspective, Tony, I realize there are military exigencies, but um, the longer this goes on, the more damage it does to the country. I mean, the country is literally closed. I'm looking out. I'm in a, a high-rise building. I'm looking out, and the streets are deserted, and all the stores are closed, and the economic costs mount by the day. But there is uh, a solidarity, the likes of which I've never seen uh, before, and it's the most inspiring, um, the most uh, ennobling thing one can imagine in the face of such horror. Tom Rose, former publisher of the Jerusalem Post, uh, longtime guest and guest host here at WIBC. Uh, I, I'm thrilled that you called in. Uh, I'm glad you reached out. Uh, stay safe. Stay well. Keep us posted. I'd love to have you back. And uh, I look forward to seeing you soon, uh, including on the streets of Tel Aviv. Well, you're a good man, Tony Katz. Thank you very much. God bless and God bless everybody back home in Andy. You got it. Tom Rose. Can't thank you enough. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Steve Scalise is out of the speaker race. Of course, the war continues uh, in Israel against the terrorist organization Hamas, who is using the people in Gaza as human shields. And in the United States, the uh, Hamas uh, happy seem totally fine with this. It's very, very odd. These people look as despicable as the day is long, and I'll get into that. But there are other things going on. Like, for example, there's a supermarket in Louisiana that has decided that the thing to do is come up with pumpkin spice 
bacon. Ah! Huh. I don't... All of a sudden... All of a sudden, uh, uh, people are like, you know what? Kosher does sound pretty good. Yeah. Uh, for a second, I thought I was missing out on something. But then they then they made a pumpkin spice. And I was like, you know what? I'm, uh, I'm all right. I almost went full norm there. Almost went full norm McDonald. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Uh, Rouse's Markets, R-O-U-S-E-S, is carrying pumpkin spice bacon. Uh, see, people are like, well, wait, wait, what's about, what, you like candied bacon? You like the maple bacon? This, this has got pumpkin spice. And, and, and we're saying, yes, but one does not need to improve upon bacon. Bacon is good. I have seen people say, oh, I'm not a fan of this bacon, and still eat the bacon. Just saying, just saying that this is not necessary. Sometimes one does not need to explore that much. Meanwhile, back home again in Indiana, we have a bunch of college presidents who did not meet the moment. We should ask ourselves, should our kids go to school there? Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. I was wondering if we could stop the Moms for Liberty nonsense. If we could take a moment to recognize that, especially in Carmel, where this mayor's race has gotten ridiculous between uh, Democrat Miles Nelson and Republican Sue Finkman. It's gotten ridiculous. Let me state with clarity, Moms for Liberty does not need to be denounced. Hamas needs to be denounced. Do we understand each other now? Miles Nelson is running the, one of the most insane campaigns I have ever seen. I have no feel of whether or not the people of Carmel are accepting it. But everything is based on Sue Finkham won't denounce Moms for Liberty. Moms for Liberty does not need to be denounced. Hamas needs to be denounced. Moms for Liberty wants to know what's going on in their kids' school. Hamas murders 1,200. They rape women. They set people on fire. Now, I'm just saying that if we're going to have a conversation about who's the Nazi... Can you imagine this is what 2023 has brought us? Is this insane or what? Is this, this is criminal. This is crazy town. Sue Finkham has to denounce Moms for Liberty. Miles Nelson, where's your denunciation of Andre Carson, who blames Israel? The two-tiered system of justice in Israel. He's calling it an apartheid state. He's just not man enough to say the words. He's not Rashida Tlaib, who, by the way, he refers to as his sister. No word from Miles Nelson on this. Wait a second. Let me double check. Uh, uh, Miles Nelson Twitter. Let's just make sure I've got this right. I'd, I'd hate to think uh, that, I, that I've got it wrong. Come on. There you are. Where, where is? Uh, there it is. Uh, that, this is the website. Sorry, we're on the website here. Let's see if we've got any denunciation of 
of uh, uh, Andre Carson. No, 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 don't don't see that. Let me just check the media uh, page here. A broad swath of voters and especially parents need to read that Carmel schools are facing a threat from extremists like Moms for Liberty. You want to redefine extremists for me, Miles? This is twisted. Moms for Liberty does not need to be denounced. Moms for Liberty wants to know what's going on in their kids' school and they want to protect their kids. They have the right to do so. Utilizing a quote from Hitler. Bad idea. Like I said then, the wrong thing to do. They're Nazis, you're nuts. This is your whole campaign. And they're not extremists. Hamas is extremists. Are extremists. That would be the proper English. Hamas are the extremists. There you go, Tony. Where's the denunciation? Where's the denunciation? If we're, if we're going to play this game. And I don't see it. That's all right. I don't see uh, anything uh, from Governor Holcomb or uh, uh, Joe Hogsett Mayor or uh, the Indy City County Council denouncing a rally where it was a call to genocide. By the way, I'm on Miles' uh, Twitter feed uh, right right now. Um, there is nothing regarding the rally that took place downtown. There was a weird thing that happened yesterday. I don't know if you got this text. I it was I, I was in in a meeting when I got this. I'm like, what in the world is this? Hello, this is the Progressive Democrats of Indiana inviting you to a historic event. And it was an invite to that rally on the circle where the uh, pro-Jew killing side was uh, chanting from the river to the sea. Turns out that the number that this text came from, claiming to be the Progressive Democrats of Indiana, was connected to a filing from the Hamilton County Republican Party. That's where the phone number comes from. Now, they're saying, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't even use this name that they filed it uh, under in anything. We didn't do this. Of course, the Democrats are saying, how dare you? This is disgusting. I want to know who sent this text. And if it was anybody from the Republican Party, I would want them fired. If it was somebody else, I want to know. You, I have the number right here. We can't track this down. This is madness. Miles was able to to uh, to uh, talk about that, just not talk about um, uh, people chanting for genocide. I bring this up because our focus is is peculiar. I got an email. There's been a lot of information about the point of view of Israel and, uh, and, and the Jews and what they're fighting for. We hear about the pro-Palestine protests, but have not heard or understand what their justification is. I do not understand why they feel that Israel is not allowed to protect, respond, or retaliate to the latest attacks. Could you please help clarify? I absolutely can. Uh, first, let us make sure that we engage distinction between people who live in Gaza and Hamas. There is distinction. Not for everyone, but for, but for enough that it makes it worthy. The people who live in Gaza have no say. They are controlled by a terrorist organization called Hamas. 
Hamas's charter, Hamas's driving principle, their theory, their philosophy, their uh, their buzzword, their 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 mantra. As I said, destroy Israel, kill the Jews. So when you ask for their justification, when we talk about Hamas. They believe that Israel just shouldn't exist because Jews shouldn't exist. The land is all theirs, but it is greater than that because you're talking about a desire for a worldwide caliphate. You're talking about the desire to have everybody under one religion, their religion, under one rule, their rule. They'll tell you it's God's will. It's not that they don't feel that Israel is not allowed to protect, respond, or retaliate to the attacks. It is their position that Israel is not allowed to exist. It is much deeper than just, uh, well, you know, a homeland. This isn't about a Palestinian homeland. That's a lie. It's a lie that's been told for 50 years and people gladly buy into. But it's a lie. It's about dead Jews and it's about Israel wiped off the map. That's why they oppose Israel defending itself. That's why.